Hello and welcome back to Living in the Zone Pod. I'm your host Warren. Aiden is alongside me. We got a great episode in so for you today. This is episode four, and today we got guest host. So let's do this. Joining me now is my favorite coaches in the whole of Wyoming, Jason Huggins, Fisher John, and Patrick Renz. How are you guys today? Good, good. Uh, how are you doing, Warren? We're, we're only your favorite coaches in Wyoming. Well, where else are your favorite coaches at? I don't know. I've only played in Wyoming. <laughs> Honestly, I was worried that you were going to say favorite coaches on the team. I know. <laughs> All right, Warren, we're glad to be here, buddy. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're glad to support this. And, uh Let's get after it. All right, first we're going to talk about the lockout. They've been meeting all week, but they set a deadline for Monday if they don't get the deal done. Regular season games are canceled, so that's it. What are you guys' thoughts? It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, having, uh, uh, obviously, Tony Clark as the players rep is probably not a great thing, and, and I think Manfred's not doing his job. So, uh, you know, it's horrible for the sport, and hopefully uh, between now and Monday – we can get they can get things cleaned up and uh, get a deal in place, but uh, um, definitely not uh, not expecting it. Yeah, it's looking like there's going to be a shortened season. Uh, let's move on to thoughts on the DH with everyone, every team now. I would love to. I don't want any DH pitchers should hit. It's baseball. I agree. That's a, that's that's a lot of fun. Pitchers should be better at what they're doing. Be, like, be better athletes. Yeah. Get the well, ball. And pitchers in Bunk college and high school are typically your best athlete. So why do they not hit in the major leagues? They should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want, We definitely, I think, we should keep DH. Um, I like the way it's – not, well, DH in the AL and, and no DH in the NL. So, yeah, I think yeah. it's good. We're moving on to Vandy um, using electronic signs to relay their signs from catcher and pitcher, but all the players are wearing the bracelet so they know what pitch is coming. Frankly, I don't like it. I like no technology in baseball. I like human error and stuff in it, and you should know signs. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, where, where does it stop? You know, you start having watches, and then all the players have them, so um, I'm not a fan of what Vanderbilt uh, did with the, the watches, but, you know, so. Yeah, I would like to see the NCAA step in and ban the electronic devices. Yeah, Tim Corbin never seems to really go wrong on anything, but it'd be nice to, like, get back to a more natural state of the game. Yeah, it's just like robo-umps. You want yeah. the human error. Which will be, is it AAA that's going to do AAA something? is having robo-umps this year. And I'm sure college uh, wouldn't be surprised if they followed suit. At some point, too. Yep. I in AAA. It went all the way up that high, huh? Didn't know no. that. I didn't either. There's only it's a AAA? small segment of games they're doing it with. It's okay. going to be terrible, though, because yeah. they're going to be used to robo-umps, but when they get called up, they have the human-umps, so it's going to be a little different seeing right. players come up now. And have they and have they done that? Like, is it going to be just... I mean, what does that look like? I don't even know. I don't know. And then my question for Coach would be, like, who would you argue with? Yeah, who do I argue with? Who do you with? argue with? Because it's not right. 
First, there will be on behind home plate calling stuff. Like yeah, they still have right. to call stuff, but he'll have an earpiece. I saw yeah. some highlights. They did it in fall ball, like the fall league. They had an earpiece and a little box behind them, and they called it with a rubber arm called. So hits the umpire, boom, he calls a strike. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. So I don't like the middle ground. Like if we're gonna do this, if we're gonna do these robo things or whatever thing, like I want an R two D two looking thing behind the plate calling balls and strikes. Yeah, I agree. Like if this, if we're gonna go to technology. <laughs> let's not stop. Let's not put a cap right. on it. Do we have CP three O out as the base hump? I think so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Bringing the whole Star Wars yeah. crew. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's what it is. It can stick an arm out and eject you after right. a while. All right. Well, you guys are baseball minds. One player in them will be right Ooh, now. Nice. Yeah. One player. I tell you what, this is the best podcast ever. We just all chest talk to each other. (laughs) Yeah, this is best. One player you would in the MLB you would uh, build a team around any position player or a pitcher or a catcher. Okay, so I have one question because you and I are going to agree on this. We've talked about this. This Any player, player. old or new? It's new. It has to be current right now. Currently playing. Okay, because that changes my answer. You can do. You can do old and a current player. Well, the, the all-time, only one, if old or new, would be Ken, Griff- Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. Hands down, he'd be the only guy I'd start a team with. Old or new. You'd get the fan base, too, with him. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Griffey, too. It's too bad that he had the injury history that he did. Because he was that guy was something special out in center field and hitting 55 bombs a year. Yep. It was, the guy was incredible. Current players. I'd go with Acuna. That'd be my current player. It's not biased or all anything. No, it's not biased. He is the best player, with or with no ACL. <laughs> uh, I think I'd say like Tatis. Really? Yeah. Really? I Even? think I, I think I would. Are you kidding me? You went the arm? Not not Mike Trout or anything. I take Bryce Harper. There's he's Mike Trout's getting too old and he's already getting hurt too much. Harper's like, not, I like Harper picks not bad. Harper, I'll take Harper Alex Verdugo. He's a young outfielder. He's pretty good. He was awesome last year with the Red Sox. He has yeah. a great attitude. He's, he's just a guy you want on his team. But it's okay. I'm not a Braves fan, so I won't <laughs> choose Acuna. Let's say former player for me. Yeah, former. Uh, player. No doubt, Keith Polk. Keith Polk. Oh, <laughs> Keith Polk. Yeah. Keith Polk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I take him as a starter, though. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I, he likes to start or like to start. I put him back on the, on the mound to start. Make sure he plays some infield too. Yeah, he can do it all. You ever seen that guy swing a fungo? <laughs> I've seen him do some horrible things to a fungo <laughs> <laughs> into a brick wall. Uh, yeah. Hey Keith, we know you're listening yeah. out there. Thanks, he doesn't buddy. subscribe to this. He's going to. He's going to. Yeah. Good. <laughs> We want him to relive the memory of <laughs> obliterating a fungo on the Warren, he's going to be your first MLB player to subscribe, and yep. then that's know, when it'll take Everybody's going to follow suit. Yep. Hopefully. Yeah. All right, college ball now. I know you guys are college ball fans now because there's no MLB. There's been some changes in the rankings. First, Florida moved down to 19 in Baseball America's top 25, and Vandy went to 7. What's your biggest surprise of the season of the weekend? Silence. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the silence. Um, I think maybe Oklahoma State going into Nashville and taking two out of three from Vandy. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty shocking. Which I think Vandy does start yeah. off slow most years, but Didn't still, that's a that's a tough, tough, yeah. you know. 
opening and series for Oklahoma State. Arkansas lost their opener against somebody or another. Western Illinois. Yeah, it wasn't much of anybody. Yeah, yeah Oklahoma State's uh, number three in the rankings now, too. They jumped up from 19 to number three because they took them down Vandy. But some of those mid-major teams, though, you got to figure, too, you have COVID kids that are back, and so they're going to they're gonna be an older team. Um, and so they may be a little bit more prepared earlier than later. So I think where you see some of those surprises is because of that COVID, not only year, but maybe the COVID two year, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's where those kids went back and maybe the major division one schools, those kids went on to, you know, get drafted and move on. So. Yeah, the impact of how many players just had to be compressed back down into college ball with everybody getting an additional COVID year or two years and then the draft also shortening. College ball is as talented as deep as it's ever been. And that's and even to begin with, you could go into middle of nowhere and find an arm that was that could give you 92 and a hook. And there's a lot of junior colleges out there that will give a lot of Division One programs all they want right now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys know, are the rosters back at a set 35 players for D1, or are they well, still I, expanded rosters this year? I think they're 35, but I don't know the answer to that, though. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm just getting into this world of college, but there's, I like, well, I don't. want to find out that the SEC is the league. It is. The SEC ball is yeah. where to watch. Yep. They've dominated the top 20 already this year, I think, with it. Ten, ten teams in yeah. there? Even though there's two Pac-12 teams in the top 25. Yeah, I saw that. Man, uh, they don't really count, do they, when it comes down to it? I mean, UCLA has been the breed of some pitchers. J- Garrett Cole, and then the man I would not speak, Vlog Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say UCLA just lost last night to, they lost to a West Coast yeah. conference yeah. team, didn't they? Who was it? Pepperdine or, or one of those teams? Someone like that. I don't pay attention to UCLA. I'm an yeah. ASU fan right here. Oh, okay. I think they're going to be in the top 25, and they've been playing pretty well from what I've been watching. Well, how about Notre Dame going into the two spot? Yeah. It's kind of surprising. That, that, was that was, I mean, to me, that was the surprise of the weekend. And then Grand Canyon going down to Tucson last night and yep. destroying mm-hmm. the University of Arizona. I do have a cousin at Notre Dame, well, Third cousin at Notre Dame playing, so okay. might have to get him on the pod. I had to try to get him on the podcast. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah that was surprising. Um, who's y'all's pick to win it all? College World Series? Texas. Texas? Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Texas. Texas. Yeah. I'm going to Tennessee Vols. Go Vols. Oh. I'd love to see the Vols. How much more energy did they have after last year and everything yeah. that they did? They're getting a new facility, aren't they? I think they are. I know they're tossing it around. They're no, trying to. They, they're trying to keep their coach are. there. Yeah, which okay. is what I think, I think they did, right? Yeah, that was part of keeping that coach there. So, Tennessee played a team just now to show them sixteen to one. I forget the. It's a college. I forget what. Yeah, and what it is. A, had a really good game going the night before with yeah. the Golden Eagles of Tennessee Tech in Cookville, Tennessee. I think weather got that. But if you go back, I think three years ago, Tech was one win away from being in the College World Series. Yeah. Lost the Super Regional in three games. The biggest miss of last weekend was East Carolina. They played terrible last weekend from what I watched from them. And um, Bryant was pretty good, too. They came yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. They're... Yeah, there was a couple other teams, too, I thought that didn't show as well. but um, Vanderbilt. Yeah, it's early. 
it's early. So. And then uh, Liberty, how about Liberty taking two out of three from the Gators there? Yeah, uh, yeah. In Gainesville. No, that, that, was, that really was. That was in Gainesville? That was in Gainesville. Yeah. But that's a team that won 41 games last year. Yeah. Half the yeah. roster that Florida trotted out was either a freshman or a redshirt freshman. Man, how about Florida staff? It's tough. I know. They, the thing is, they're like the, that we've been in, in previous years where we're dying to find somebody through a left hand, and then all of a sudden, that's all they have anymore. Right. All their best, they're probably their three or four best arms are all left handed. Yeah, their stats. Yeah, all right. I'm dying to get to Hoover and watch them in the SEC tournament. It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Oh, that'd be, <laughs> be a weekend well spent. Yeah, I think they just call that the College World Series. I agree. Call it even. CWS is in Hoover. Yeah. yeah. I don't. So I think there's Hoover, Alabama, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be one other team in the Omaha, Omaha except Pac, um, SEE. There's not going to be any other teams except those teams from the SEE. Yeah. What's the? What are the? the Highest number of SEC teams that have been in the World Series. Four. Everyone has it four. Yeah, I think it's four. Yeah. Yeah, I think half the field. Yeah. And I think that was just here recently, actually. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But just even last year, what did we have? We had uh, uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State, Vandy. Tennessee. 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 And uh, Arkansas. No, Arkansas got Arkansas got big, yeah, yeah. In the regional. Oh yeah, that was a disappointing. That was. They've had some disappointing games. Uh, was was Arkansas right. the dude? Was Ole Miss the, in that? I think Ole Miss. Was oh, I think Ole Miss was. Yeah, so it was five. Wasn't yeah, yeah. Wasn't Arkansas the dude that they had the great closer? Was that Nebraska? No, that was, was Arkansas. Arkansas. That was Arkansas. Yeah, but them and Tennessee have a nice feud that goes on. Yeah. yeah. All right, I got your picks for who's going to win it all, but who's your sleeper team in the college that might go win it all? Might go win it all. That one that I wasn't expecting. That's a tough one. That is tough. Got one team in mind. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Long Beach Dirtbags. They were Dirt pretty bags. good. Love the name too, right? Yeah. Man, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one for a second. To win it all. One underdog. Yep. Black Horse candidate. So I'm gonna go like back in the years when Coastal Carolina won it. I'm gonna go with Liberty. Liberty? It's a boring pick, but I think Mississippi State actually returned a lot. I like them again. But who's your underdog? Yeah, they're still they in the top ten. They are a team. No one's talking about. No one's talking about Mississippi State. I've been State. talking about them. We've been talking about SEC this whole time. Talking. Yeah, we have been talking SEC this entire time. But we've been talking like the good teams. Choose like the Stanford SEC. or something. We're gonna, you guys pick it up. Don't tell me who to choose. Yeah. <laughs> Not choosing anybody in the state of California. <laughs> I would be shocked. I will. I would be shocked if Notre Dame won it. Yeah, I would be shocked. Yeah, I, they don't make the World Series. No, I don't. See, I don't see it. But they're ranked second right now. Yeah, the with those green uniforms they have, they do not no. deserve to every. They are the Fighting so Irish. Seen uniforms? Oh my goodness! They're gonna be great in March and then fall off because of the Fighting Irish. Yeah, nobody does green uniforms. Should be wild. We got the greatest uniforms out there right now. Yep. No Post forty three baseball has the best uniforms. Yeah, I mean, that's. That should be a vote. Just put that to a vote. Yeah. Who's your sleeper team in the MLB? Even though we don't have four officers, I just want to know. I think my my sleeper pick is Rob Manfred to and Tony <laughs> Clark to just ruin the entire season. Yeah, mine is anybody that gets to play. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, Tony Clark and Manfred—they got to figure it out. Oh, they sh- Tony Clark should not be the union rep. 
They should just let Max Scherzer go in there and just yell at Rob Manfred. That's what he should just do that. I love me some Mad Max, but he is just as convinced to not give any give any ground. He wants his money. I'm sure he wants his money. That's sure. what all the players want. They all want all their money. That's the whole point. And the owner's like, no, we don't want to give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're a long ways away, unfortunately. The players want a hundred mil and they're only offering twenty five right now. It's going to be interesting to see interesting to see what happens when we're down for spring break in Arizona. There's going to be no games. No games. Is there spring training going on? I think they're having spring training for the guys off the 40-man, like minor league spring right. training. But I'm just saying, like, do they come to an agreement, you know, first of March, push the season back a couple of weeks, and play a, you know, a... A 148 type schedule. And that's a, you know, spring training is a huge hit to the Arizona and oh, the Florida gosh. economy. Yeah. You got to, and the, with the stadiums, the money they put into the stadiums in Arizona. Um, and yeah, hotels, restaurants, all those communities are going to take a hit financially. Well, that's why I'm not going to complain. If they push it, let's say they pushed it two weeks, I mean, it would be. Great for us, yeah. Because we get some cool stuff. Yeah. So if they just cancel spring training, they're still going to Arizona. Come see us play in May, Mesa, hey, Arizona. It's a yeah. great idea. <laughs> Main attraction. Main attraction right here. Four games, and uh, all of our games are going to be at night. Yeah, in the evening. Yeah, really? Found that out. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Five fifteen or seven thirty. Even be willing to slash ticket prices a yeah. little yeah. bit, Red, <laughs> Mountain, buddy. Red Mountain Baseball Complex, right here. Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, I've been saying this for a while. The owners want a shortened season. They have 2020 to look on with 60 games. No fans, though, but they did get a lot of revenue from TVs, but then I'm bringing the fan revenue, and they're still looking at... They're, they're not worried at all. They don't care. I'm pretty sure. Well, I think they do want a shortened season. And uh, extend the playoffs. And extend the yeah. playoffs, because that's where they get the revenue. Right. There's, there's not too many folks in the country right now that are interested in... Game 123 in the middle of August between no. two 500 teams. So, yeah, they, they can make the playoffs longer. They're all about it. I just don't want, like, the 2020 season. We got the Reds going into the playoffs not doing anything. And then the Brewers not doing anything. I don't want that. I want good teams going in there and competing. But then the thing is, like, if, okay, like, if, if, you're, if you're the Dodgers there and you're Really facing? Did the Dodgers play the Brewers? Yeah, the I, I Dodgers played the Brewers. Was that a matchup that you would have? Were you happy about? No. Exactly. Like the Brewers. Sure, some of these teams getting in, they're they can be a little one dimensional. But I'd never want to play a team like the Brewers. They can throw the heck out of it. Yeah, but that was when they were still working on getting Corbin Burns into his Cy Young form. They had Zach Woodruff going in there, and we destroyed him. By the way, it was awesome. Warren, what's the status of Trevor Bauer? Uh, I talked about this last podcast. um, The jury, the Pasadena jury, uh, was not pressing any charges. The DA is not pressing any charges. But once the lockout's over, he's going to get suspended. But he can appeal it and keep playing until the appeal happens. Hmm. What's he appealing if there are no charges against him? The MLB can still suspend him for... Anything like conduct detrimental, yeah. well, what they did with Azuna, right? So that's gonna happen. So the Dodgers should go out and get Radone or Kershaw or Kershaw back, in my opinion. Does Kershaw go back? I think he's going to the Rangers. He his house is 10 minutes away from the I know, stadium. The I think he's headed, there he's there a family guy. I heard the Dodgers. Is there any truth to the fact that they may have signed Matt Stafford? 
<laughs> I did read an article where Matt, Matt Stafford and Clint Kershaw weren't as good as friends as the media has put it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, maybe they'll become better friends if they're their teammates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One and two. I mean, he's a QB. He can sling it. Totally. Oh, yeah. I heard he was pretty good in baseball, too. Jameis Winston was really good. Jameis Winston was really good. It was like Jock Peterson with football. John Elway got drafted by the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. So fun fact here, Tom Brady was the last yeah. professional athlete yeah. who was drafted by the Expos to retire. Expos legend right here. Expos legend. And I'll say, too, if they did not have a strike that year and Expos win the World Series, we probably still have a team in Montreal. Probably so, because that team wins 125 games. Yeah, that team was stacked that year. It sure was. But yeah, if they don't have a strike that year, Montreal wins it, and they're still in Expos. I, I want Montreal to get a team again, but not the Rays. The Rays should go back to Tampa. They're the Tampa Bay Rays, but they're in St. Petersburg. I think we should get two extension teams, like Nashville should get a team. Nashville would be a good one. Or Vegas, and then Montreal gets a team back. Nashville would be really Nashville cool. would be really cool. Yeah. Well, they have a beautiful new AAA stadium yeah. um, downtown that I think they built it with the capability of expanding for... Yeah, that's what Vegas did, too. Yeah. You can extend on. Who's there in minor league in Nashville? Or the oh, I think it's uh, maybe the A's. Is it? I think it's the A's. Huh. Or Nashville Stars, too. I'm, I thought... Because they used to have a guitar in Nashville. I remember that from yeah, photos. Yeah, the new stadium has the new version of that. Oh, sweet. Yeah, pretty cool. All right, before we hop into just a small NFL segment, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, at Living in the Zone Pod. Hey there, Living in the Zone. I uh, just want to apologize. I couldn't make it this week. It would have been a great week to be there with Coach Patty and Coach Huggins. Uh, tough one to miss, but I had a dinner come up, and, yeah, sorry I wasn't able to make it. But... Uh, yeah, let's get to my most valuable player of the week. I have Tommy White of NC State. He's been really consistent, really hitting the ball well. And, I mean, for the first week he's been consistent, but we'll just have to see how he plays throughout the year. But he's looking really good. I believe he's a freshman, so that's crazy. And then for my most non-valuable player of the week, I have uh, Zion Williamson. He's just not who he was. He's really big, not as consistent, and, yeah, just not who he was. Uh, last year or who we saw in college but we'll have to see if he can trim down a bit and yeah just have to see what happens uh thank you guys and yeah i'll be on the pod next week and just make sure you guys support us on all our social medias uh you got us on youtube instagram twitter make sure you guys follow those thank you guys take care there's just one thing in the nfl not really much to talk about xfl partnering with the nfl to be their guinea pig and well, and refs can go down to the XFL and train because the refs are absolutely trash in the NFL. Yeah, I did hear that today, but I was, to be honest, that was the first time I've even kind of heard that was today when I was uh, listening to the radio driving up. So. Yeah. Is the XFL like a cat? How many lives did that does that have? <laughs> was that the one? Well, that it has that? The Rock now owning it. Oh, is that who owns that? Yeah. Wasn't All that? the more reason really not to pair up with them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean he had an awesome speech I mean, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> the quarterback for the uh, Colts, and then he retired. What's his name? Here recently, Andrew Luck. Yeah, wasn't his dad? Yeah, in charge of that before uh-huh. this. Yeah, that's what I thought. So what? Are, we've had the XFL. What was the? There's a new one now too called the USFL, or whatever. 
and Jeff Fisher, the Rams' old head coach, is coaching in it now. Really? Yeah. The Titans coach took him to the Titans. Yeah. Titans Super Bowl in yeah. 2000. Uh, was the USFL the one back in the? No, Indians? that was AFL. No, but there was. I know it's one Tom. I about. think it was the Memphis Generals. Yeah. Which had Reggie was White. Yeah, but what was the name um, of that? Was it not the USFL? It could be the. I, I don't know. There's so many. It was the USFL. You can't have yeah. spring football. It doesn't work. It always fails. Because there was a couple of big, you know, a couple of top college players went against the grain and signed with that league that year. I'm trying to think who that was. Um, hmm. I think Tony Mandrich may have been one of them. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Green Bay. Right. He, he yeah. went to Green Bay, didn't he? Eventually, yeah. yeah. He that was is on the right. cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. yeah. That is right. Yeah. Holy I God. feel like there was him and another big You're name. You're not going to hear that on a podcast. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Tony Mandrich's name doesn't get thrown around too many times. <laughs> I've never heard that name in my Tony life. Tony Mandrich, so he was huge. Huge oh, yeah. lineman. Like, steroids. Oh. Yeah. Was dominant. Enormous. He was <laughs> the perfect lineman. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a whole, like, 30 for 30 yeah. about him. And his story, and then he just kind of... He was on the Sports Illustrated cover, and currently Tony is a photographer in the greater Phoenix area. (laughs) Just like Randy Johnson, he's a photographer now, too. Imagine seeing the big unit on an NFL field taking a photo of you. (laughs) He might be taking photos of us in Arizona if he's on spring training. (laughs) What else has he got to do? Yeah, he's going to be doing nothing else. (laughs) All right, that's about it on the pod. Thank you again, guys. Oh, Thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you again.